Welcome back, people. It is episode 26 of season three of the Taxi Squad podcast. We got some strange and unusual discussions this evening. College World Series baseball review. NASCAR's in Chicago. A little bit of baseball. A little bit of NBA rumor mill. Is Connor Bedard getting drafted by the Blackhawks? And some NFL banter. Vinny, we're back again. How the hell are you? Dude, I'm so good. It is a uh, it is a smoky day here in the city of Chicago. You are out at the right time. You are over in beautiful, sunny Arizona. I'm here at the home base holding it down. But yeah, when we were talking about New York a couple weeks ago, that's what yeah. we're experiencing right now in Chicago. So it is. Oh, no shit. Dude, it's crazy. Like you go outside and it, it, you actually feel it. I thought it was all bullshit. I'm not going to lie. I was like, this can't be that bad. Like you can't get fresh air here. I got an air purifier on in my house. Like I feel like a huge chad right now trying to take care of my shit. <laughs> well, dude, I clearly can't escape the fires. Either that or I bring the fire wherever I go. Dude, it's buddy. lit everywhere you go. Because there is a diamond fire breaking out right now in Scottsdale. Near dozens of mean? homes are being evacuated. And uh, yeah, shit's what is a diamond on fire? fire. It's kind of, well, have you ever heard of the term of a diamond back, right? So it's kind yeah. of like a brush Isn't fire that, that broke out. Oh, I thought that on, was a snake. Well, it is a snake, but, you okay. know, hence the diamond comes from a specific name. They kind of oh. call them mountains like diamonds around here for whatever gotcha. reason. I don't fucking know. Anyways, uh, McDowell Mountain Regional Park in North Scottsdale uh, is on fuego. And yesterday, as I'm driving around, mind, mind, mind you, it's like 110 here. And uh, I'm driving around. I'm like, what's all that fucking smoke coming from? Well, sure as shit. Well, buddy, there's a diamond fire. Buddy, and let me tell you, some diamonds are on fire. There is a diamond <laughs> fire. And uh, yeah, no, it's pretty crazy right now. So it's going bananas and no rains being in sight. So they got like all those like safety helicopters coming out, dropping water on shit. It's kind of cool. But then again, it's not cool when it's 110. Because everything's on fire. (laughs) Everything's on fire and you're in a desert. So, yeah, good luck. Hey, that, uh, what's the song? It's uh, the Smash Mouth song, The World's on Fire. It literally is, dude. They called it. That's an obscure, yeah, yeah. How about yours? I love it when you mug it when it never get old. All right, that's all I want to say about that. But yeah, Smash Mouth called it. It's like The Simpsons. Smash Mouth called it many, many moons ago, and hey now, you're an all-star. all-star. Now, speaking of all-stars, Vince, we yeah. are talking about, chances are, a potential shoo-in of an all-star during our Strange and Unusual today. Maybe not this year, but definitely next. I mean, he could make it because... Ellie he's Dale only played a couple people. games, but he's the dog. He's a dog. He is amazing. I yeah. was a few weeks late, by the way, of going to Kentucky to watch him play in Louisville because he played for the AAA team that is based mm. in Louisville for the Cincinnati Reds. And he lit it up there. It's actually a beautiful ballpark for a minor league ballpark. Um, now, I mean, it I better would- be. It's the home of the slugger. It is the home of the slugger, and it is. It looks more like a professional ballpark than it does a minor league ballpark. Real talk. Now, I will say this though: I was kind of disappointed I missed him. But at the end of the day, this guy's on a tear. But turns out, Vince sends me a little message today. <laughs> this guy's got a fucking twin brother. Yeah, and twin is a loose term. It's definitely fraternal, I would say, uh, more than anything, because his twin brother is five eight. Uh, if you look at Ellie De La Cruz, he's 6'5". 
Uh, they look similar like brothers, but definitely not like twins. Uh, I was reading up on it a little bit because I'm like, how did this guy hit the genetic lottery so hard? And it ju- he just kind of did. So they both grew up, you know, playing baseball. Um, his brother was a little more like, you know, attached to it as a young kid. And he started growing and then stopped at 5'8". And he, he now runs a car wash. And he's I guess he's great at, at washing cars. Um, but Ellie De La Cruz wow. obviously grew into his body, has elite speed. He's like a 5,000-tool player. Um, but yeah, if you're his brother, you gotta, you gotta be like, Hey man, like what the fuck? How did this happen to me? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, listen, of, of course, genetics in generations sometimes don't always go, but then again, same womb, same womb. I mean, Hey man, yeah, that's <laughs> crazy to me because like, for example, my fiance is a twin and her and her sister, I mean, granted they're fraternal. Um, but then again, it's they're similar is like size goes, you know what I'm saying? Well, I always assumed that fraternal twins, because I've known a couple of them and they're always like the same height or similar. Yeah. They're the same height, like legit same height, like identical in height. I mean, both are very gifted athletes. So it's kind of like crazy to me that the other twin, I don't, I was going to say like Michael Jordan always said his dad was short and his, he'd say, Oh yeah, my mama, uh, was getting with the milkman. Yeah. But at the end <laughs> but of the day. But nine inches taller as a twin. Jeez. That's insane. It sucks, dude. I feel bad for the guy. I'm like, dude, Pedro De La Cruz really, he lost the lottery, man. I mean, the thing about baseball is, though, you don't necessarily have to be a physical freak to play. You could be 5'8 and be a second baseman it's, and get along with hard. life. It's hard to be 5'8 second baseman. Anyway, Look at though. the evil guard gnome himself. I know. You know, the the anomaly isn't the example in this scenario. <laughs> They're not all like Josh Harrison's a small guy, too. But Brian Giles I'm, is. Do you remember Brian Giles? I do. He was another one. Uh, I thought it was Dan Boone. Ugla. Dan Ugla. I yeah, mean, like, we should we guy. should one day <laughs> one day we should have a short Kings baseball draft. Oh, that'd be and great. The requirement is, is they had to be under 510. I like that. Wouldn't that be great? I think they I think that'll be, be good. under five ten. In I know below, we didn't play so. baseball, but I'm still drafting Muggsy Bogues. Yeah, that doesn't count, Vince. That's not nah. how it works. He's it probably gonna like be good the, either way. Either exactly. that, or we could do the, like the top five short draft of all Messi. times for our short kings, for our Napoleons out there. Messi's going up there. Mess- well, yeah, soccer players though they're all kind of short. Best ever though. Come on. Yeah, they're all short, ripped, and usually have great hair. Nah, Ronaldo's fucking. 6'2 or something like that. But even so, Pedro De La Cruz, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for your for your genetic loss yeah, here. Sorry. Do you think he just like watches games and he's like, fuck it. If I if I was just nine inches taller. Well, it's like a double-edged coin here because it's like that sucks. And he's like, this could have been me. But also my brother's in the major league baseball and he's about to make millies, dude. Like we're all on the way up too. Because like oh, he's from sure. the Dominican Republic. So he's probably like, fuck yeah, like we're about to get some money right now. Oh, absolutely. They're they're about to get paid a bag. I mean, but then that then again, that doesn't mean he's gonna get paid a bag. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just they because seem your close. brother got paid. Well, they right? seem close, so it's gonna it's gonna improve his quality of life even if he's not getting, you know, he's not getting bucks on the side. Like he'll buy a better so, house for his family and shit like that. I so, you have to assume. Oh, okay, so right now. In the NL Central, there are two guys that are just absolutely yeah. destroying at mm-hmm. the shortstop position and are just genetic freaks. One being Ellie De La Cruz, 
And the other guy plays for the Pirates. His name is totally preceding me at this moment. O'Neill Cruz? O'Neill Cruz. There we go. Yes. So we got the two Cruises who are absolute fucking units playing in the NL Central. Who yep. will have the better career? Oh, God. That's hard. Fun, fun question. Part of me wants to say Ellie just because I'm on, I'm on him right now. O'Neill Cruz has only played nine games this year. So, you know, verdict's still out on that. But I got to say... Ellie just seems like the man. The thing is, is they both have insane tools. And O'Neill Cruz is like, he had the fastest ball out of the infield this last year. He hit absolute tanks. Ellie De La Cruz, he's like a fucking 99 speed on any video game you'll ever play. He can he hit the ball and it went on the freaking plane radar. Like <laughs> it's like I'm just gonna appreciate the two of them together. I at this point you don't really know, but you have to assume they're both gonna have insane careers. Isn't it insane to you, though, that like two of these guys who almost look identical, like they could be brothers in some stage of the game, are literally playing within the same division and doing very similar things? It is kind of crazy. There's like nothing we've ever really seen before in baseball, at least in our generation. I know some other people in older generations may state something. Oh, maybe they did. I don't know. But I wasn't around for that time. But what I could say is, at least in my years watching the game, I've never seen two physical freaks quite perform like this. I guess when you I was, go back to the steroid days, but yeah. I'm talking modern baseball. Modern baseball. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure they had some something or another to help them grow a little bit more. Because, I mean, even the Reds picked up Ellie De La Cruz. At, I think he was six foot, and they're like, yeah, this guy rocks. And then he grew five more inches and didn't lose any speed, which is just it's How old was he when he was drafted? I think they got him when he was 17. Oh, wow. Like that. Yeah, so he's been so. on this team for a minute now. Well, yeah, that's the whole international transfer thing. You get a guy's real, real young and, and they bring him up. But, I mean, even when I was looking this up to try to see who his brother was and how it all worked, like the first four links were, is Ellie De La Cruz related to O'Neill Cruz? <laughs> like everybody's trying to figure that out. Same last name. Uh, they look the same. They have the same, like, ability which is they can do anything um so it's just yeah I, I, it kind of seems like they could be but they're not i would like to confirm that they are not related that i mean it, it's kind of crazy either that or this cruise dad was just rolling around with the mannequin just laying pipe you know that's the only other way you could think about it either that or maybe it's like their cousins or some shit who knows i'll subscribe to that idea but so far, well, as far as people look it up, the Dominican Republic has a long-standing reputation for producing exceptional baseball talent. But they, they are, do. It's important to note that they are not related. Because, like during the steroid era, and then the, the, you know the the Sosa McGuire Chase thing, which was electric oh, yeah. TV. Don't get me wrong, amazing time to be alive. But I mean, Loved Barry it. Bonds was still just the greatest hitter ever, and really nobody mm-hmm. was touching him. He still AKA. is, man. I don't care about the steroids. He still is just bad on ball skills, better than anybody ever. Absolutely. Um, do you know that they are uh, trying to? No, not trying to. It's going to come out. They're making a documentary about Barry. Barry. Yeah. That's good because they did the whole race to what was it, sixty-two or sixty-three or whatever it was when Sammy and Mark McGuire were doing it, and I was like, they're just completely letting off like the best hitter. Um, so it's AKA good. I think. John I think Dowd. Yeah, yeah. MVP baseball 2005, <laughs> yeah, maybe the greatest baseball game yeah. of all time. 
always like a white guy. You're like, what are we doing here? It's like a white guy with like a hundred power on both sides of the plate. Like, okay. You're like, we we wouldn't know who that guy was. Yeah, because they that? banned him. They banned him from the game. I um, think it was the other way, no? Oh, that's right. He didn't want to be in it. He right? didn't want to be part of them. Yeah. He was like, I don't want my name image or likeness involved with it. So they just used John Dowd. And John Dowd hit ropes. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. That game did have a cheat code. If you uh, took the directional stick and put it in a specific corner up and to the left, up and to the right. Top left, yeah. Yeah, you would hit a bomb. Well, yeah, because it was just pull side. So anytime you made contact and if you had good enough power. I mean, yeah, it was like cheating. Um, that was a great but, oh, game, though. Oh, I don't know if you remember this since we're on reminis- reminiscing corner right now. Do you remember when you used to be able to like play those mini games where there was like ramps on the, yeah, the outfield? Yeah, and we stuff would and, play those for hours growing up. Absolutely. Yeah, you had to hit little spots. This. And then one of them was like inside of a house and you were like a mini person and then you were just hitting bombs into stuff in the house. It was so, dude, it was genius. It was great as a kid. I would love to play it now, but I would be lying you- to you if it, if I said I didn't look for that game on a bunch of different occasions on random resale websites. Oh, go, dude, you can find it on Mercari. Actually, fun I know, but fact, you can't play it on a computer these days. It's too old. Vince, you know what? Do you what? have an original Xbox laying around? Does, every, does anybody no. have an original Xbox laying around? I was a PS guy. Well, I have the game on Xbox. Oh, shit. Find me an original Xbox. Yeah. We'll fucking play. Right. I'm sure we'll be able to find one. That's incredible. We should stream it. We should stream it for the people. Dude, I think we could go buy an original Xbox for like a hundred bucks, not even. Gotta be able to. I mean, you gotta think, or maybe people are banking on the nostalgia and like they're gonna, you know, are we that old? The hell out of you. I guess so. I guess we're that old. Yeah, as long, hey, no, we can get one for 69 bucks on eBay. We're good. But the problem is it's not going to fit any new connection for TVs. So you got to get one of those adapters. Oh, with the three? Mm-hmm. The three? Dude, the Old daunted three, dude. Where does the red go? Where does the white go? Where does the blue go? Right. What a time. Now you got to get an adapter if you're going to do it. It's like playing N64 today. That's kind of you awesome, need, though. You need the special adapter, right? See... That that business, whoever made the converter for that, genius. Gotta love it. Genius. Anyway, Vince, I yeah. mean, if we're on baseball talk right now, I still paid attention to really the last series of the College World Series. Yep. SEC owned as usual. We had Florida and LSU going after it. Three games set. Best out of three, which personally I believe they should make, make it at least five. And I know it's college, but it should be a five-game series, especially yeah, if it's, it's the it's, series. It, it goes with uh, with like kind of the March Madness idea where it's like a little bit quicker. There's a lot more on the line every game. So I do like that. But, you know, winning two games in baseball is, you know, it's a crapshoot sometimes. So, like, it's kind of like, I don't know, if you win two in a row and then it's over, it's kind of, you know, takes the wind out of the sails as a fan. Um, yeah, but, but even so, this series was fucking super fun. Wouldn't wouldn't you think they want to make more money though? You know, that's right. my whole thing. Wouldn't you think that the NCAA would like to make more money off their slaves? I mean, student athletes. Ah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> nil, man. Nil. Yeah, now. Not for now baseball. Nil. Though. Come on, bro. <laughs> Not for baseball, dude. <laughs> they don't. No one cares I mean, about college baseball unless you really like baseball. 
It could have happened. It could have happened. Now, this series was kind of interesting. Okay, because, like, before we do this. Yes. Outside of, like, Jack Leiter, can you name me, like, three college baseball players in the last, like, ten years? Uh, ten years? Yeah. Um, Nick Madrigal, Adley Rutschman played at Oregon State. Yeah, I guess that's not fair because they're in the fucking MLB now. Yeah. Well, you said past ten years. I can. No, I, I can know, I know. Game. That's on me. That's on me. That's on me. I could do this game. Um. Uh, fuck. <laughs> Shut up. I got this. Who's the guy who? Uh, no, Rodon played for NC State. He did. Yep. Uh. Hmm. It's uh, hard though. Oh, it's Andrew Vaughn played for Cal. True. So all the White Sox just off the board. <laughs> well, yeah, I could I, I could do this for a minute. Remember um, Kumar Rocker? Yeah, I remember yeah. that guy. Didn't he get drafted by the Mets? Yeah, and then he didn't sign. I don't even know what he's doing now. I think he's, he's in the Rangers organization right now. Hmm. But work. he was dogging too. Him and Jack Leiter were insane one too. But that's kind of the yeah, point. Yeah, now that you I'm don't hear these like, guys. And now right. there's like some big name guy that they're saying is going to go number one off LSU because he he had a hit or reached base safely like seventy five games in a row or some shit. Yeah, supposedly they're going to go one two. There's two guys on the team that are going to go one two. Um, so yeah, I mean, <laughs> it. We'll see. I, that's the thing too with with drafting baseball players is kind of it's more of a crapshoot than anything else like in the nba you draft number one you're most likely going to get a good guy unless you draft anthony bennett like the stupid cleveland cavaliers did that one time or in the yeah. nfl same kind of thing you see, you get miles garrett you're like miles garrett's going to be a difference maker in the mlb like you pick up a guy and you hope for the best and people have tools and all that but you still got four or five years until they end up making it to the majors so yeah, that more, happened to the more. White Sox. They drafted a kid out of LSU. I forget his name. He was some outfielder. Um, and he was supposed to be like the second coming of yeah. like Mike Cameron or some shit. Jared yeah. Mitchell. Yeah. He was supposed yeah. to be the guy, right? And it yeah. never happened. It I mean, never Carson Fulmer. Oh, we're a, Car- we're Carson. a famous Carson Fulmer pod, so we can talk about oh. that too. <laughs> And to anybody who doesn't know what we're talking about, uh, infamous Mike story here. Um, feeling good at a White Sox game during the, in quote, rebuild. I don't know what we can consider that anymore, if it was a rebuild or a reshitting of building. I don't know. Anyways. Hey, man, they built something. It just wasn't very good. They built something. They just forgot the foundation. Anyways, yep. um, with that being said, I would scream at Adley, <laughs> not Adley Rushman, Carson Fulmer, uh, who's supposed to be like, the shit, right? I mean, they took him with like the second pick in the draft. Yeah. And he was supposed to be like the second coming of like, I don't know, like Garrett Cole. And he turned out being like a bullpen hand and they would put him in in really shitty situations where we'd be losing. And the ballpark maybe had like 200 people in it. So you yep. can hear a pin drop and I would just be screaming, You were a first round draft pick. <laughs> And he could definitely hear me, and I would yeah. see him get visibly upset. And I know that's probably insensitive of me, but it was still fun. He and, got two. Uh, he started two games in 2019. Uh, he pitched in 20 of them. He had a 6-2-6. The year before, he mm. had an 807. So mm. that puts it into perspective. He pitched last in the majors two years ago for the Cincinnati Reds with a 6.66 ERA. Yeah. 
Guys, not he, you're team. not that guy, pal. You're not that guy. But let's get back to yeah. this college World Series, which was LSU and Florida. LSU being the fifth-ranked team, Florida being the second-ranked team. Both kind of SEC powerhouses if we're talking yeah. about baseball historically in the college session. Now, uh, the first game, very close. Very close game. Uh, four to three, went into 11 innings. And then these next two games were like interesting football scores. Okay. (laughs) So I watched the Saturday, no Sunday game and the Sunday game was a day game and they were going into the, like the third inning tied three, three. Okay. Then Florida had like a monster inning with a grand slam. Now they go up like eight, three. And then the, the rest of the game was a fucking slug fest. They put up 24 runs. I don't even it know was, if it was a slug fest. It's more just a beat down. <laughs> like it was, it looked like batting practice. It was just yeah. like, oh, is that another home run? That's another home run. Is this another gapper? That's another gapper. And I mean, they were just lighting them up like a Christmas tree. And it so, felt like it, it was over. Like they were going to win the next game based solely off of momentum. I mean, they won 24 to three. Like that. Well, is here's obscene. me. Here's me. I'm like sitting on the couch. I'm in Vegas and I'm like, oh, fuck. Florida's going to win this whole fucking thing. This is awesome. So I go on my phone and I'm trying to download the FanDuel app. You should sponsor us, by the way. Anyways, I'm trying to download the FanDuel app and I'm trying to log into my account in Las Vegas because, you know, gambling is legal there. You would expect. Really? Um, yeah, no, you can't. Oh, you can gamble in Las Vegas. Very cool. You cannot gamble on the app. You have to go to a sports book. You have to go to a sports book. So they demand that you go to a sports book, come to find out. Um, so that's kind of dumb, but whatever. Now I'm in you Arizona. You saved some money, buddy. In. I can log in. Yes, I did. I did because I was in- incredibly wrong because the tail of the tape Monday was almost the exact opposite. Yeah, how uh, weird. I mean, they took that shit personally, Vince, and they they raked. 18-4 to 4, LSU wins the college football College, college baseball world series and add to it put, to the list to put things in perspective florida scores two in the first lsu lsu scores six by the end of the second they have 10 by the end of the fourth 11 at the seventh 14 at the end of the eighth and then they win the game 18 to four so they just Basically, Florida got a couple point or a couple runs in in the beginning of the game. Points, and then it was come just, on. I know. I'm sorry. I got every sport in my head, but it's just bomb after bomb after bomb. Um, the one thing I assume that they're going to want to fix going forward for these is maybe they should try to get a little bit more competitive balance on these games because that's crazy. I mean, this was also the week, and I don't want to bury the leagues. So we're going to talk about it later, but it was the week of football scores in in baseball it was crazy i mean hey i i think ultimately it's bananas to me that this game itself and this championship series would yield two games that are absolute just slugfests yeah you'd think it would be closer due to the pitching due to the team's natures why they're there I mean, yeah, it's kind of out of bounds to me. But, I mean, hey, the SEC owns college sports, basically, at least in the baseball and the football department. Yeah, I was going to say, the only thing that they don't own is basketball. That's about it. Now, I will say, Vince, it is kind of 
crazy that these LSU fans, man, they show out. Dude. All right. They so, show out. They were selling. They were yeah. selling hardcore. So a lot of people saw this, uh, the annual Jello shot challenge uh, at this bar that they have out in Omaha. Um, they basically every Jello shot that's bought goes towards a team, whatever team you're supporting. Um, so second place was 7,622 Jello shots by the Wake Forest fans. So shout out to Wake Forest for showing up. But again, 7,622 LSU fans, 68,888 jello shots. They were there to support in Omaha. They LSU, they're just like, let's go to Nebraska and see what's up with that. So the proceeds end up going to local food banks, and they ended up raising $344,000 just from LSU by itself, which is more than the combination of every other team combined. So... Obviously, LSU fans are out there, but I would like to bring attention to this one video that was going around Twitter of this more portly, older LSU fan after the game. Um, for lack of a better term, sucking on some boobs. Uh, I mean, he outside. was sucking on some tits, man. He was sucking I mean, on he some was boobs. Getting at, he yeah. was getting after those. And this guy <laughs> had a cute. mustache. Yeah. Oh, mustache and glasses and a total golf polo. I mean, this guy fucks for sure. Yeah, he looks you know. like an Ed Ogeron, Ogeron fan for sure. Uh, security <laughs> comes up and he's they're like, hey, ah, you should probably quit it. And he's like, okay. And then he just went right back into doing it again. So support to them. When you win a championship, well, you can't really hate what people do. <laughs> just this guy's wild. Like the thing is, like the the woman that he was doing this too yeah. um was a fair amount younger than this gentleman yep. because these things weren't exactly droopy mm-hmm. and uh you know with all that being said it's kind of like was it a bet was it a bet either that or was something going on she I mean, looks like a, she was enjoying it she looked like she was having the time of her life yeah so, so there shout you go. out to this guy maybe he's just the riz god Maybe he's the Riz God of sucking tits after <laughs> college World Series championship titles. You heard it here first. Guys, now it would but... have been nuts if it was Livy Dunn, but you know, chances are nope. no nobody yeah. in the world would have been that lucky. No, that's for baby Gronk or baby Gronk by himself. So Oh why oh, is that a thing now? Are they an he rizzed her up, dude, he item? rizzed her up. Yeah. He rizzed her that? up. Yeah. Oh, that poor young man when he turns out he's to be, fucked. you know, 17 and 5'8 still, and he's going to be yeah. like, wait. His dad is expert, expert version of ruining that kid's life, got to say. Yeah, he's kind of, you know, he's kind of the ball family um, yeah, scenario. At least he waited until they're old enough to know that they were going to have the talent. Like, at least Lonzo was already in college by the time that came out. But, like, mm-hmm. this kid is way too young to be doing that. And, like, even I'm, – I'm not going to harp on it, but even the Instagram DMs his dad was saying, it's like, baby Gronk's going viral. Get him on your podcast now and make sure you get extra clicks. And then he goes on the podcast and his dad's like, no, say it like this. Like, what the fuck? Like, what, what are you doing to your kid, man? Like, you got to have some respect for your child, dude. It's just – yeah, it's it's weird. It's really gross. He's living vicariously through his kid. It's not not ideal. Can't be doing that. Yeah, this is p- pretty pathetic. I'm, I'm I'm looking at the page right now because I haven't even gone that far. But anyway, since oh, you know you we should talk about What's we should that? talk about America's real sport because this oh, is yeah. the type of stuff we're getting into <laughs> now, and that's NASCAR's <laughs> coming to Chicago. Yeah. So um never would have thought we'd saw the day. No, I will say it's gonna be interesting. 
they're racing uh, Michigan Avenue, and there's like yep. a whole course and track set up. The city's going to be a Park. fucking nightmare. Yeah, it already is, dude. I tried getting to work the other day. It adds like a nice 20 minutes to my fine commute, so I'm not a huge fan of it. I'm not going to lie. I'm just confused. Why? Why Chicago? That's exactly what I'm saying. And that kind of is kind of everybody is asking that question. All these things are true. Before before I get into it, all these things are true. It's a cool place to do a race for sure. Oh, yeah, it's it's cool streets. It's going to be a really like dope atmosphere to be doing it around. That's true. People are going to travel up there. It's in the center of the country so people can go. All these all these things are true. No one in Chicago cares about NASCAR. I mean, <laughs> not I nobody. I know, but like, you'd be surprised, buddy. In the grand scheme, I know it's just like there's what, like one point two, one point five million people in the Chicago area. You might get like twenty thousand people that are big Chicago or big NASCAR fans around here. Like, I don't know. You're gonna you're gonna get the people coming in from Southern Illinois. That's what buddy. it is. You're gonna get the right. people coming in from Joliet, buddy. You're gonna get the people coming in from you know Edwardsville. Illinois. They don't even like the city. <laughs> I hear that's the only thing I hear. They don't even know what the city there. is, buddy. Right. They don't even know what, what it's city? about. What city? Peoria? Like, what are we doing? Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. So you're going to get a lot of, you know, they're going to be like flabbergasted if they go to like some bar in that general area because drinks are easily 15 to $20 a crack. Can I get a Bush Light? No. We don't sell that no, here. No, we <laughs> have some. About? Juicy fruit IPA yeah. at seventy four dollars and gonna give you a headache from hell. Would you like you a Lagunitas and a Malort instead? Yeah, that's what they're gonna ask. <laughs> I don't um, understand how we got the connotation with this Malort thing. I know it's made there, yeah. but come on. You want to know why? It is because it's so gross, like truly disgusting. Um, and it's made in Chicago, and everybody in Chicago thinks it's funny, so that it becomes like a, a thing. It's like similar to the deep dish. It's because it's different. But do people in Chicago eat deep dish a lot? No, not really. Like it, on occasion, but tavern style, bar style pizza, Hell yeah. thin crust is the way to oh, go. Yeah. Square cut. That's Fucking Chicago, delicious. baby. Fucking delicious. It's so good. And it, it, you can't really duplicate it anywhere else. You know what I'm saying? Uh-uh. It's in the it's water, great. like they say it's with great. New York bagels <laughs> or something like that. I guess. I don't know. I've never had a New York bagel. I've never been to New York. I've really? been to Connecticut. Yeah, close enough. New York is cool. Is it? For a weekend. Yeah. I could imagine. It's no Chicago, it's like, though, baby. Hey, we got that We got that ultimate risk. So yep. NASCAR has never really done Chicago in the proper sense of Chicago. It always used to go out of the Chicagoland Speedway in Joliet, which is right. Is or near. like city street racing in general. It's going to be interesting. It, it's a test pilot. You know, the thing right now in motorsports is go to a city, shut it down and race the streets. F1 is doing, doing it. Chicago again next year. They already said that. Yeah. F1 is going to come next. You'll see. Mm-hmm. And then after you know it, then it'll be New York and then Las Vegas and all that. So it's, it's all happening. Now, Las Vegas, I don't even know how in the fuck anybody's going to get around there when F1 comes to town there. The, like, you, you might as well just shut the city down. It's just one. It's one road. <laughs> it's um, going to be a fucking nightmare. Yeah. It'll be a drag race more than it's a... I was just in Las Vegas for a week, and I don't know how... Like, if I live there, I would not be on the strip that often. It's just too much. That's usually what people say, right? If they live out there, they're just like, I don't, I don't go to the strip. 
Because why would like you? I went to Resort World, beautiful, awesome yeah. hotel. Don't get me wrong, slash casino. I mean, kick ass. You could eat around the world there. It's bad nuts. But like, other than that, yeah. I mean, yeah, you go to the wind. It's cool if you stay at a resort. Chances are you might see some things you don't necessarily want to see, but <laughs> because there's an adult area of the pool, and little do you know, at that adult area of the pool, there's a lot of saggy old boobs. Oh, gross. Oh, yeah. They're just out there. And you're just like, oh, God. Interesting. Yeah, it's never <laughs> anything you want to see, you know? So it's, <laughs> yeah, no. But anyways, so my whole thing is, is like, I'm interested to see how many people show up for this thing. Um, I think. Oh, countless. I'm you sure think? it's going to be packed. Yeah. Well, aren't they, aren't they're putting like a music venue in and around yeah. this whole thing? There's going to be like some sort of a concert, correct? The chain smokers are yeah, it's a weekend thing, so they're not blocking anything off until Friday, essentially, which is good for anybody else living a normal life here. Um, and that was honestly my biggest concern is trying to figure out how to get around places that weekend. Um, but it seems like I'm going to be all right at least until. Um, Saturday ends up coming around, but it is cool. They're having, uh, the chain smokers pass, um, Randall Lambert don't care about that either, but I know it's going to appeal to the fans. But what I will say is that Charlie Crockett is playing. And if anybody knows me, they know that I have a big love for Mr. Charlie Crockett. He's going to be playing there as well. They're going to do the race. Tickets are are you pretty go? damn expensive. I'm go? not. No, it's it's no. it's too expensive, and I'm not really interested that much in the race, like being there. And the reason for that is, how much are you going to be able to see in yeah. reality? Like when, because especially because there's walls and like Buckingham Fountain, and there's stuff in the way. Like I saw kind of where they were putting all the stands and where people are going to sit and all that for GA at least. And what is it like two sixty to get GA tickets right now? Oh, it's and dumb. You'll see it for like a second. Like what you really want to have is one of those nice hotels that are you that are overlook the lake. You want to be in like the 30th floor and just looking over the race. That's that's the best way you're going to be able to see it. Because other than that, you'll see a bar or something. Rooftop something like that. But you have to assume they all have private parties booked out for like a milli or something like that to go watch that. Oh, yeah. Like Cindy's or something like that. Absolutely. Yeah, but yeah, so I don't know. It, it It's probably going to be really dope. I think people are going to have a really good time with it, and I'm not necessarily against it versus all the other shit that goes on at Grand Park. I just feel like it's a weird fit, personally. It's an ass car in Chicago, baby. That's how you know they're Exactly, diversity. that's an oxymoron. It's like saying giant There's, shrimp. <laughs> that's what we call diversity. Oh, yeah? <laughs> diversity. I'm sure it's going to be very diverse crowd at NASCAR in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's going to be a I lot more so. guns there than you would anticipate. I'll tell you oh, that right God, now. Oh, God, dude. Yeah, they're they're inviting a lot of things that the city of Chicago doesn't like very much oh, going no, on down people there. People want to fuck around. There's going to be a lot of people there saying find out. So Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. I they're, mean, they're coming to the city, buddy. They're coming strapped up. Yeah. Know that. Oh yeah. Especially how they talk about Chicago out there too. Especially like in places I go outside of the city. Especially if I go south for work or something like that. It's always just like, oh, it's a war zone in there. I was like, damn, I've never been in a gunfight yet. But I'll let you know in my next ten years I live here if I am. Oh or if God, I'm not. it's so, it's, it's so it's, it's, it's overblown uh, to shit. It's, it's like shit. all Fox News news dads are just like, I'm not going there. 
I'm not yeah. going there. I'm not going I'm there not unless I got a gun on me. It's like, dude, I'm they're not, not going to be looking for you because you're going to be in bed by 8 p.m., you dumbass. Like, that's the thing. <laughs> that's the old rule. Nothing good happens after 3 a.m. Go yeah, home. Yeah, but theirs is like 7.45. <laughs> oh, God. I tried to talk my dad into going to uh, Randolph Street Fest, and uh, I'm not Open going. Open and shut case. Yeah. I go, what? Why aren't you going? No, not doing it. Not doing it. No, these teen troops fucking shit up. I go, what? <laughs> what it's like, he's like, yeah, have you seen these these fucking teens? The they're they're shutting down guys. streets. I go, dad, <laughs> it's a street fest. They're I'm like, kids. it's a no big <laughs> deal. Like, cops are going to be fucking everywhere. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're not the fucking, it's, yeah, Mike, no it's way. not the same. It's Going not to Geneva the same. Street Fest. Yeah. I'm okay. like, huh? Nah. Okay, Dad. Good talk, Coach. It's the reality of age, and I don't know what to tell you. I have a great time out here. Chicago's a great place to go. If you haven't been and you're listening to this, you should. None of that shit is really as much as it is. Obviously, don't go looking for it because it is here, obviously. But yeah. as long as you're not looking for it and you know what you're doing, it's a great place to be. Well, you know, we just hope that those road course drivers come out in full effect. And What happens uh, if they crash, dude? They, what what happens if they always fucking crash? Vince, I know, but at least like in, in like raceways and stuff like that, they have the walls and all that stuff. But I feel like Mm -hmm. a car going that fast is going to be able to smash through a fucking like pre-made wall pretty easily. No, no, no. I mean, these things are reinforced. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't worry too much about that. I mean, dude, Buckingham Fountain gets take taken out by like <laughs> the Home Depot car. That'd be crazy. Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah! That's not good. Yeah, I don't know what is. Let's see if we can jump the the fountain. <laughs> I I don't. Yeah, I, I think it's evil. Be, it's evil more shit. of like a test pilot for a race. Uh, you know what I'm saying? They'll be back. I'm telling they you, could next be. year they could be. Well, Vince, we go from one one absolute crazy to. An even like goofier one, which now we got golf talk. Yeah, golf talk. Preceding that of NASCAR. So it's like, this is the goofiest segue ever. And I have no other real <laughs> way to do it. So Vince, talk about golf. What's going on in Some golf? Some people like NASCAR. Some people like golf. This will be a quick segment for people today. Uh, Keegan Bradley wins the Travelers. Um, it was actually a beautiful what showing. Is, what is that? What is the, the Travelers, Travelers Championship? Is one of the major championships in the PGA Tour schedule. Uh, um, okay. I bring this up because Keegan Bradley played magnificently. Um, this was one of those things that you're watching it, and like the sky looks extra blue and the grass looks extra green. It's one of those things where it's just like a nice, you know, nap time. Watch it while it's going. Keegan Bradley wins it. 33.6 mil in the bank as his take home for that. So good for him. Um, one thing that happened though, is he won the trophy and took it with him when he left, flew back to Detroit. He has calls from the travelers guys saying, Hey, you weren't supposed to take that trophy with you. Like we got to engrave your name on it and we keep it here. And he said, fuck you guys. I'm keeping it for now. And he just brought it to it. He went from, uh, what was it? Massachusetts to Detroit. And he just has it with him. So he's really doing one of those, those cup tours that you do when you win the Stanley cup. But instead it's Keegan Bradley, Massachusetts born native, just going to Detroit and fucking it up with that. <laughs> I mean, Hey, took his trophy. I mean, that's like the most happy Gilmore shit I've heard in a minute. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm taking like, my trophy no, and I'm going one home. of those big checks. Like one of those guys. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Right. Just give me something. 
Um, and then another thing I wanted to say about this too is <clears throat> Ricky Fowler's been playing really well. So everybody's favorite uh, style god, as we've talked about last time, that you he wears one color. He's not a style I, guy. He looks I, like I, a piece I just of had trash. to say it. I had to say it. I had to say it. I'm <laughs> don't get me started. Um, don't get me started. Rory McIlroy can't putt, and every time can't I watch putt. him in something, it gets worse and worse. Uh, I think he three putted like the entire course on his third round. Whoa. I think he's lost his ability. He's um, got the yips. It feels kind of like it. And then every time it's done, he's just like, oh, got to come back out here and do it again. It's like Groundhog Stakes. This has been happening for nine years. So those are the two things I really want to talk about. But Roy's got to get his shit figured out because if you haven't won a major in 10 years, you might as well have never won a major before. So when when is the next like major? So I understand this. What is the next major, Mike? I don't really know. I got to figure that out right now because anytime it comes you up. You disappointed me in your knowledge of golf. What the fuck? You're the guy. I told you I'm not a god. I'm not a god. I'm just a man. What do you want me to do? The next one to come up is going to be the British Open. I believe. You say? I think he's up, eh? Yeah, but it's the British Open. So there you go. There's your answer. July 17th. British Open it is, man. I, I dig oh. it. I dig it. Well, I mean, hey, Vince, golf is electric. We have yet to get on the golf course. I mean, this is something we need to do. I mean, That's we've been true. on this damn show for three years. We've been talking about it. I mean, geez, what are we That's even true. doing with our I'm lives? ready to go, man. I'm ready to go. I got a couple right. uh, I got a couple rounds coming up here in the in the next few Vince, weeks as well. So I'm Vince planning on knocking it out. going to see if he can fit me into his busy golf schedule. Hey, man. When but you're a golfer, we'll you're a golfer, baby. That's all it is. When you're a golfer, you're a golfer. Is right. <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, hey, Vince, thank you so much for the golf talk. Guys taking trophies, not bringing it back. He's putting it on a shelf regardless. Golfers are badass these days, Mike. I got to uh, tell you. That's a loose one. Oh, did you hear that the um, uh, the agreement for um, the PGA got leaked? With, yes. Uh, yeah. Interesting. That's an interesting one. There's so, this thing going around. Sorry, go ahead. No, I'm no, 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 no. I just thought it was interesting that the agreement itself got leaked, which is a five-page record, which was signed on the 30th. Um, and, yeah, it's like all this stuff of next plans, and it's very interesting to say the that least. That should be public knowledge. Um, a big takeaway from that is, and a lot of people were saying this too, which was pissing me off so much the more I heard it. People are saying that Liv bought the PGA and that they're essentially in charge of it now. That isn't true. <laughs> like they've said it many times over and over again that essentially they bought into the PGA and they they have a seat at the table. Absolutely. Like the Saudi Arabians aren't just running the PGA now. So as long people well, are just like, yeah, the Saudi Arabians are taking over. They're going to do whatever the fuck they want with it. Like the sanctity has gone. It's like, no, they're still a commissioner. Yes, they do get some say. It's not like they're just going to be able to tell people what the fuck to do now. That is just not what's happening. Well, it's similar to like when all these Japanese companies came in and bought all these large bourbon distilleries, right? Right. So it's just the money and saying, okay, we're going to fund this and make the money from it and you run it how you always ran it. But the live golf tour seemingly will coexist with the PGA. I think the live will ultimately go away. I think it's just going to just be synonymous. No with one the PGA cares always. and nobody cares. And people got you know? paid. Like, did you watch one live event? I know you don't watch golf, but did you watch one of them? 
You know, Vince, I may have watched the one with DeChambeau and Mickelson and yeah. took a nap while I watched it because that's what I do if golf is on because literally nothing else is on. So, yeah. I didn't watch one did. of them, and I don't really know anybody else that did. I know I they mean, had one such... around here, and it, I thought it was cool, and I might go to it, and then I just never thought about it again. And then It, it was, is it such wonderful around. napping material just yeah. to have on in the background because you could wake up at any single point in time, and the same shit's going to be going on. There's just right. not a different hole. And especially when the guys are talking very close to the microphone. Yeah. And he's going. No, it's he's, he's going. He's going up for a butt. And... <laughs> That is that is really gonna that is really gonna hurt. Michael, for us Michael, are you, are you still sleeping? Oh, welcome back. Wake up, wake up. Yeah, they should be a little more self-aware and just be like, if you're sleeping right now, you might want to wake up. This is the if end. You take, <laughs> you're taking a little snooze. Wake the fuck up! Like how funny? Get up! <laughs> He's just yelling at you. You're like, oh fuck! Oh Jesus! Like, all right, all right, something good's Scott happening. Scott Van Pelt, okay, Jesus Christ! Could you imagine if every ever every other sport was announced like golf would? I'd I mean, be crazy. It'd be hysterical. It'd be like, and, and the pitch. Straight so <laughs> baseball makes sense. Someone Beautiful. gets laid out in football. Beautiful. You're like, Beautiful that pitch. one's going to hurt. And then he's on the field. <laughs> Guy gets absolutely fucking destroyed. Well, yeah. looks like he's looks like he's unconscious on the field. Well, I'll tell you. There's definitely we'll some see if he wakes up. on this Smelling salt's coming soon. <laughs> oh, he's awake. Awesome. Oh, Thumbs man, up. That, Thumbs up, everybody. He'll be okay. <laughs> now, Mike Breen in the NBA, he's just like, Bang. <laughs> like the guy, Kawhi Leonard game winning shot. Bang, bang, bang. Oh my Cash. God. They should do that. Cash in the bank. Wow. <laughs> what a wet shot. <laughs> that guy's really got a wet jumper. Ugh. <laughs> Yo. All right. Oh, let's talk God. about baseball. Yeah, let's next. talk about baseball. <laughs> All right. So baseball went to England and it was wonderful because was they it? played very early in the morning. And that was the good part. That's um, the only good part. You, I woke up. I was like, "Oh, baseball! Oh, Cubs, Cardinals! Nice!" Kind of like, <laughs> like cricket. Yeah. All right. Yeah, the stadium was sold it, it, out. Okay. It was cool. I it, I thought my most interested part of the whole thing for me personally was the video of them changing London Stadium into a baseball field. That was the okay, coolest part. I haven't of the whole seen thing. it. That seems like it's a good time. It's one of those, you know, like when, uh, like if. United Center is having like a hockey and a basketball game on the same day. Or if they have like, you know, when the Bulls and the Blackhawks were in the playoffs at the same time. And it's like, watch them change it from ice to a basketball court. It was one of those videos. So, you know, that that fits my fancy. But I thought they were cool. Um, I still don't think that England's going to give two shits about baseball at all. And I think similarly to how the NFL is going to like Germany and stuff. It's like, are they really going to care about any of this stuff? Probably not. Um, it was fun to see the Cubs played really well for what it's worth. Ian Happ, I guess, belongs in England. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know. I saw it. I was like, that's kind of fun. And now they have to go on like a seven hour flight to get back home. And they probably don't like that very much. So I anticipate Rob Manfred doing more of this shit as we get, as it goes on. I think they probably should try to do one in Japan instead of doing one in England. But that's just me. What they should really do, Vince, is, uh, you know, give them a piece of metal after this series because, you know, that's the old Manfred line when uh, he was talking oh, yeah. about the World Series trophy. It's, hey, guys, it's I mean, a it's just metal. a 
big piece of metal. So we're Dumb not gonna. So, I mean, we're not gonna talk about this whole fucking cheating thing anymore. Just shut the Dumb fuck ass. up. Well, since it's he like said a, it, <clears throat> did you hear what Rob Amford said the other day? What did he say, Vince? He said that he regrets giving Astros players amnesty after the cheating scandal. Oh, and it's like, listen, we all hated it when you did it. Why are you bringing it up again? Uh, Yeah, who gives a shit if you regret it? Dogs lie. You fucked up in the first place. When you regret something, that's fine. Telling us isn't gonna make you like you. It's gonna be like, yeah, you stupid idiot. We already knew that. It was dumb when you did it, and now we confirm that you didn't figure out how. You have to wait five years until your brain works correctly. It's all I gathered from that. He's like, oh, Jeez. now he's realizing that it probably wasn't a great idea. Obviously, you stupid ass. Oh dear God, that's yeah, that's embarrassing. In my opinion, yeah, really bad. Yeah, it goes to show you just the disorganization of MLB overall. And man, that guy's yeah. just a chode, man. All-time chode, Rob Manfred. Giant chode. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, you go from Sealing to Manfred. I mean, it's all not good. Uh, yeah, not if good. you if you prefer Bud Sealing, there's a real problem, and I think I'm getting to that point right now. Yeah, that's bad. I wish there was, like, a cool, like, millennial-based commissioner. Like, it, you know who would be a good commissioner? Theo. Theo Epstein would be an awesome commissioner. Yeah. He would bring some ju- juice to baseball. But Literally, I mean, he'd so probably diff- be like, bring the steroids back. It's such a difficult sport to watch in general. Like, if you're a fan of a team, let's say you don't live in the state that it's on, yeah, it's damn near impossible to watch it. You have to have MLB TV. That's really the only way. But MLB TV blows, and a lot of the games are out of, out of commission anyways because you're not in a specific mileage. So like, do you really need a VPN? Well, so that's the thing. It's like if you're in if you're in the area, you can't watch a game. So like I have MLB TV. I watch the games because I have a VPN, but See? I can't watch a Cubs or a Sox game where I am. But I can watch any other team across the That country. doesn't make any sense, Vince. It's so stupid. Well, no, because they want you to buy the cable package. It's fucking dumb. But like yeah. you can like if I want to watch a Braves game, I can put it on. It'll let me do that. If you but, want the sport to grow, you need to make it more accessible. Like if, for yeah. example, the NFL, like what they is did this though? year on NFL timeout, what they did this year with NFL Sunday ticket and red zones. Yes. Are you kidding? On YouTube TV, you're going to be able to watch literally any game you could choose. And then outside of that, you could watch red zone. That is a cable subscription, though. I'm just saying it's capable yeah. of being purchased and it's reasonable. I, I agree with you. There's like no. Isn't that kind of the same thing, though? If you have a cable cable um, package, you can go watch your local team. And if you have MLB TV, you can go. I'm, hey, I'm just saying. I didn't do fucking shit. I didn't do shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I mean, I agree with you there where it's just like he. I don't know. I think he just doesn't really care about the game, which is such a stupid, convoluted way to be a commissioner. He's just trying to like suck the gonads of the owners, which Jerry Reinsdorf doesn't need any more of that. Um, what I will say though, is that the Mets are playing horribly. Steve Cohen had a presser and they basically said, Hey, who's the blame on why the Mets are playing poorly. And he said, I am. Cause I'm the one that built the team. And I love, I love when an owner can take credit like that. Because Jerry Reinsdorf, number one, wouldn't have a press conference. And number two, wouldn't take ownership for any of this shit, even though he's the reason that's all going. Fire sale? You think it's going to be a fire sale? For who? New York? Yeah. 
think they're just going to get rid of everybody, get the money it off could the books. Scherzer said he'd waive his no trade if it goes to a team that he'd like to go to. So mm. it's already kind of starting starting in motion, but that's a, there's a lot of money on that team right now, and someone's going to have to trade for Scherzer that's going to be very expensive. And we're kind of we- seeing that with the teams that put a lot of money out, like the Mets. The Mets of the West, a.k.a. the San Diego Padres, are in a similar situation where they have – a lot of money on the team and they are playing like horror shit this year. So mm-hmm. maybe there's a little bit of a pendulum swing here where if you spend a lot of money in baseball, you're not automatically going to win one. Cause even the Dodgers want a fake one. So dude, look at the D backs right now. I mean, the yeah. D backs are rolling Miami. I was going to try and get to Tampa a game Bay. out here this week. I mean, yeah. for sure, but I didn't have the time. So kind of disappointed about that. I definitely wanted to go to crayon stadium. Cause it smells Is like it Crayola crayon. stadium. No, it's not. It's Chase Field, but it smells oh, okay. like a giant crayon. Oh, right. He said that. <laughs> it does. I'm not kidding. It, if anybody's so ever weird. been there, you know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. It smells exactly just like a big old pack of crayons. That's so weird. It's kind of nice. It's a little nostalgic. You walk in, you're like, oh, crayon. I feel like a boy again. <laughs> I feel like a young man. Maybe that's what they're doing. Because everybody likes baseball when they're little, and then they make it smell like crayons, and it kicks yeah, you into the nostalgia. Nostalgic. Could be. Yeah. Hey, I'm telling you, the the D-backs got uh, got a bright future ahead of them, considering how young this team is, and then where they're headed here in the future. I mean, don't be surprised if I mean they could potentially win the West this year. Now, the Dodgers aren't necessarily out of it, nor are the Giants. No. I mean, they always stick around. The Giants are playing pretty good right now. Giants always do this. It's it's weird because they like Piero Estrada. He's pretty good couple other guys you can name on that team but really it's just like a bunch of guys that you don't really know about it and then all of a sudden they always do that 34 yeah they always do that it's always just like an assemblance of just like nobodies and then there's like one good guy and brandon belt's been on the team forever 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 but it works it is it is now i will say this the all-star game's coming up so it'll be quick i mean what almost two weeks away now Something like that, yeah. We're down to like the final twos for the voting for, for every. I guess every. Have single you voted? Slot on it. Have you voted, Vince? Have you voted? Um, I didn't vote because I've been so disillusioned with our hometown team this year. Um, I went to go check the vote today to try to vote, and then I realized that there's not even any White Sox on the board. So why the fuck would I even do it? Seriously, um, not even Luis yeah, Robert. So the issue, yeah, he's not even there too because this is just a fan vote part of it and this is the weird thing so obviously most people get in by fan vote and i've said this a lot before and i'm gonna say it again it's kind of bullshit because if you just have a fan base that's really committed to voting similar to the nba you're gonna get guys to the all-star game and then later on when people get all get hall of fame votes and all that stuff they'll be like how many all-stars they get and you're like well does that really matter? <laughs> like, I don't really know. I guess if you're going Hall of Fame, as in how famous you are, then yeah, I guess. But I don't know. Um, the point I'm making here is that the like the entire Braves team, like front to back, is on this ballot. Like you have Ozzy Albies, who has been good, but he's not a top two second baseman in the National League this year. Um, Matt Olson deserves to be there, Acuna, all of those things. But even Austin Riley's having a down year, and Austin Riley's on that ballot. So. What are you going to do? Just put like seven different Braves in the starting lineup for the National League team this year? It's ridiculous. And then you move on to the manager's vote. And then I guess like the office of the commissioner gets a vote this year for some reason because he doesn't even care about baseball. So it's just like it's such a convoluted way to pick an all-star team. I don't really get it. 
Hmm. Yeah, no, I, uh, I think that a lot of it's a big popularity contest anymore. And it's an issue to me that like, you can't vote for Luis Robert to be in the all-star game. Cause he's you like, could have before it's just not enough. Pe- well, and that's the thing too, is well, every he's clearly the a- best player in the AL right now. Every overall, team gets, to, like, gets a guy. A. Every team gets a guy. So Luis Robert's going to be an all-star. You have to have a guy True. from every team, but that's about it. <laughs> that's all you're going to get. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the point I'm making where it's like, you got like the reds who are playing really well. And obviously the Braves are the best team in the national league and they deserve all the credit and all that stuff. But you're going to be missing out on a lot of guys that deserve to be all-stars for guys that just have more voting on them. Cause all-stars really should be the guys that are playing the best for the first half of the year. Cause that's the point of the whole entire game. And it's especially nice that we don't do the national league, American league home field advantage thing anymore. Cause if that was the case, that'd just be fucking insane. I used to love it. I used to love it. I used to think it used to make the game more exciting to watch because it had some real, implications now it's just like the fucking pro bowl i agree but i would only like to do that if you have the the best statistical guys on the field for the half of the year if you're just voting for random dudes you're like what back in the day i mean remember uh blaylock the guy who used to play third base on the rangers used to Mm -hmm. fucking smoke balls him and dan young were like always on the all-star team oh yeah so totally it's like yeah that was not dan young mike young Mike Young yeah, was yeah. a freak. Was, um, but this is the thing, too, is Arenado and Austin Riley are the top two third basemen for the National League. Arenado's having a pretty bad year in Arenado standards, and he's just going to get one because he's Nolan Arenado. And then, right. again, Austin Riley, where you have guys that are playing better than them at third base on different teams where it just doesn't make any sense. Like, it really doesn't, especially when you have – you know, other younger guys that need a chance to get up there, but Arenado's just going to be a stronghold because he's just famous. Yeah, the cards right now, I, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, they're eight games out of first place. Dude, I mean, so, so it's not bad. over. I know, they're really they're bad. So bad. I mean, they took two games against the Cubs in England, didn't they? I believe so, yeah. I only watched yeah. one. Ian Happ was just on a heater. Yeah, no, they, uh, yeah, no, no. It was only a two-game set they split. Well, there you go. Because I know, yeah, I know they, they won the last game there. but They beat the Astros yesterday, and they're beating the Astros currently in the top of the second, 4-3. Another team. Another team that isn't playing as well as everybody expected is the Houston Astros. Good, good. Fuck them. I think I agree. content About that they're goddamn not doing time. Well. Yeah. Um, the Chicago White Sox are playing the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Mm-hmm. And last night... More history was made like every other time that Shohei Otani takes the mound. He's amazing. He, he's incredible, and we we say it a lot, and we don't say it enough. He's the best player probably of all time, and I don't think you can really discuss anybody else. Hmm. Um, he goes three his, for three. What's he may that? be Sorry. the best player of his era. Yeah, not I think of all he, time. I think he still might be the. Yeah, I, I think he's still the best player of all time. I don't think you can. How do you make an argument against that? I'm not trying to make an argument necessarily against, but every generation has their thing. I mean, this this is yeah. clearly the first time anybody's really ever seen this, so it's difficult it's to compare him to anybody. Well, that's the you know thing. It's like, yeah, well, that's the thing. He's, he's a statistical anomaly, which is why I'm comfortable saying that because we've never seen that. And granted, guys didn't have the opportunity to do it before because they were like, no, you're one or the other. So I see what you're saying from there, but 
He went three for three last night, hit two home runs, struck out 10 in 6.1 innings, <sighs> let one run in. Jeez. Fucking insane. Right now, currently, he leads the league in home runs. He's third in strikeouts, has a 3.02 ERA, and has allowed the least hits per nine at 5.6. Every single record that he breaks, or everything that's comparable to what he's doing, is only ever against guys from the 19th century. So not even last century, the one beforehand. It's like you get some guy in 1890 before Ty Cobb was playing, you're like... What the fuck is going on? Like he's he's Jeez. insane. He's the best power hitter in the league, and he's a top five pitcher in the league. That's insane. The man truly is amazing. I mean, what he's doing right now, to your point, probably will never be done in history. Maybe for and hasn't before. Century. Correct. So, with all that being said, I mean, it, it it's not to deny the talent. It's just to say he's difficult to compare it to because he, he's he's yeah. just an anomaly. You unicorn. cannot. Yeah, true unicorn. You know, it's fun to watch him play. He, The man hits bombs. Uh, the game I was actually at in Anaheim, I don't know if I brought him in Trout like some bad juju, but they both didn't hit for shit that night. But, you know, in, in Chicago, they, they hit. So and we saw how that series went. And now we're on the west side, and it's kind of doing the same thing. So. Shout out to Shohei. Um, Shout out to Shohei, yeah. Other- well, hey, though, don't, 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 don't. Don't sleep on Luis Robert because he's still crushing right now. He's a dog. I love Luis Robert. Um, I went to the game this past weekend. Very hot. Very hot game to go to. Yeah, Definitely you sat got on the sunburn. third base side like a mook. Hey, I sat on the first base side, what, a couple oh, days yeah. ago? And then I sat in the outfield two weeks ago. Dude, and every single gotta... time, the sun's just on me, man. No, here's the rule to all okay. the White Sox fans listening to the show. Ready? On a day game, you sit on the first base side because how the sun hits the field, okay, Yeah. after the 20th row up, so you want to sit 20 rows in max. If you sit between the 20th row and the, I think it's 36th row, you're yeah. Gucci. You'll be in the shade all day. But well, that's if the thing. You it depends on if, if it's a 110 the, or a 310. But, dude, we don't have 310s. We have one. Yeah, I went to a 310, Mike. Get the fuck out of here. Last time I went last time I went to a one ten game and I sat on the goddamn first base side, I was like, fuck this, I'm going third base side next time. I go to a three ten, we're on the third base side, same bullshit happens to me. It's like the sun's usually it's how the sun hits the ballpark, but it, nine times out of ten, the sun's gonna be directed towards the third base side of the field where the first base side will have the shade. It's Fun fine, fact. dude. My pacey Irish skin needs some sun anyway. We're all right. Yeah. Well, I, hey, well, good. Well, good. No, they, they had an extra extra innings win against not a very good uh, Boston team. But then Fun, again, though. just as good as we are, if not, you know. No, way they better. Have a better record. They have a better <laughs> way record better than, than we us. Did. Yeah. Overall. Way better yeah. than us. Yeah, it's it's bad. Overall, I, I don't disagree with that statement. But um, Lou Bob. Yeah, the Red Sox. What's dog. that? But Lou Bob's a dog, <laughs> absolute dog this year. Is that is that his new nickname? Lou no, Bob? it. So people, there was a whole thing a couple of years ago where it was like, "What's Luis Roberts' nickname?" And they were talking to him, and they're like, "Oh, we got like Lou Bob or La Pantera," and he's like, "I hate Lou Bob, but I've been calling him that for so long that I can't stop calling him Lou Bob now." That's just good old his name Lou Bob. Yeah, yeah. Leave it to the White Sox. We could, Vince. We got to go to the game. It's just scream. Let's Lou go, Bob. Lou Bob. What do you mean? Fucking He's Lou Bob. Bob. This guy, That's I great. love him. I mean, like I said, he will 100% be all, our all-star, and he's the one guy you could build this whole thing around if you choose yep. to tear it down because I think you got to try and trade Tim Anderson at the deadline if you can. 
think you should try and also trade. <sighs> I don't know, man. I'm thinking get rid of Eloy too. Like package him and Eloy somewhere and get something. A lot of people are saying it. I don't really know what to do. Part of me kind of wants him to just ride it out and see what happens. What's going to happen but poo? Right, but hey, you win a division, you go to a playoff series. And you know whatever. you know who's been hitting well is uh, Grandal. And he surprisingly has. so, he's been kind of showing that he's the guy he used to be. He threw out nice. two guys last night. That in itself that was, was insane. That was he insane. never does that. No, he's easiest to, to steal against this year. Yeah, he's always been the easiest to steal against. He has Especially he's always had a terrible put out statistic. Yeah. James McCann was the guy for that, and then we but he just sucks let him walk. Now too. It's like everybody well, just gets the White Sox Gio. thing. Now yeah. here's a real talk. Do you do you trade Geo? Because a lot of people are saying we could. Yeah, and we're probably not gonna resign him to what he wants, so he's probably gonna leave. He's already saying like this could be my last year in Chicago. Yes, he's gone. He's gone. He's going to go back to L.A. and live. Go to the Angels and suck it up there, buddy. (laughs) I mean, he's (laughs) good. He's had a great – he's had a wonderful year. I mean, he's he's on a comeback He's two back and forth. Every other year, he sucks. And then every other year, he's good. So if I'm the White Sox, I try and trade him while he has value. Cease has been consistent, more consistent than he was in that middle. What's that? You got to keep him. Well, yeah, Clevenger, too, you know, regardless of all the allegations, he's been good, but now he's on the IL. Same thing with Liam Hendricks. Now they're saying him, him, Crochet, all these guys are not going to be back until mid-July. So we have, you know, a large portion of our bullpen that's done. Crochet looked to be, like, the next coming of, like, Randy Johnson or Chris Sale, and, yeah, he has not been that, unfortunately. He's still young. I think he's 22 right now. Like, they brought him up real early. All I'm saying is that July is a real nice time to start a hot streak, Mike. And don't forget about what happened to the Phillies last year. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I'm going to say that there is. We aren't structured like the Phillies. Come on. There's a chance. There's always a chance. Oh, your hope. Your hope, I swear. We'll see. We'll see. Some history was made, Mike. What happened? Some history was made in. Los Angeles of Anaheim that we were talking. They scored 25 runs in a game. Did you see that? Oh, yeah. I was watching that game. Yeah, it was in Las Vegas. I was like, is that score correct? Holy shit. But they scored like 25 runs in three innings. Yeah. So, and it was funny, too, because one of the guys on the Rockies ended up hitting a home run at the end of the game, and all of the posts were like, blah, 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 hit a home run, and now it's 25 to 1. Like, he's starting to come back or whatever. And the most beautiful thing about it is, is they outscored the Rockies by something crazy, like, 28 runs or something like that. And well, they lost well, because the, the Rockies fucking wore those horrible green uniforms. I love them. I love those. Ugh, they're so gross. I think they're cool. Um, they're but it's ugly. funny because all that was all that talk. And this is the most angel shit in the world. 25 runs in a game. They lost the series. They won one out of three. <laughs> <laughs> Goes to show you just like the Florida, just like the Gators. Think yep. about it. They had a big but, game. Then they clearly got lax. The Angels have been playing well this year, but the Angels are going to Angels every now and then. You win one by a lot, you lose by more. It's the most Angels thing ever. Otani goes for two home runs, and Trout hits another one, and they lose four to three. And you're like, Jesus Christ. Like, What what are we doing? So I I do feel bad for for the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim fans. I don't feel bad for them. They're going to do what they usually do. They'll flounder out in the second half. They'll be like, oh, see, they're actually going to make the playoffs this year. They've got the best two players in all baseball, and then it's not going to happen. Yep, that's how it goes. 
Yeah, wow. You know what I'm really surprised about? The Mariners are really underperforming this year, like terribly. And yeah. they looked like a team like Vince. They were your way too early World Series pick. I this loved year. them, man. And they suck. It's crazy. They're yeah. horrible. The MLB is very weird this year, but this is all to say, just to remind everybody that there's still a lot of baseball left. And post All Star game, it's always a crapshoot on what's going to happen. Wait, Vince, Vince, yes. Vince, time out. Yeah. I'm, I'm just reading this right now. Did, yep. did California try and get another baseball team? Because if so, I'm just going to fucking lose it. There's been some talk that huh? San Jose San Jose wanted to get a expansion franchise there. Like early talk. Rob Manfred basically shot that down. And I learned that territory rights are a thing. So each team has a certain amount of land that they occupy based on their territory. Um, San Jose is within Giants territory. So essentially San Jose was like, hey, we have a lot of people in our town. We want to get an expansion franchise and we want to get it off the ground and get approved to be considered. And Manfred said, no, Surrey, not going to happen. We're not doing it in San Jose, which I think why is probably San Jose. Good. Why San, San Jose? So San Jose I, actually has a lot of people there. Similar to how Sacramento is people. It's L.A. It's like, yeah, but technically it's not. I mean, Vince, it's it's California. I, once again, I don't know why California needs if you know where a baseball team would like pop. Absolutely crush Nashville. What? Nashville. Nashville would be cool. Another one I was going to say is OKC. Like those people would go nuts for that too. Yeah, yeah. Oklahoma right? City's crazy for them, and I mean, yeah, they, they, were, love, uh, they go crazy for sports in general. And the Dodgers actually have their Double A team there. So yeah, I mean, they, they find it's similar to how like Charlotte kind of works in the same way. But yeah, Manfred said no to that. I kind of respect that because again, yeah. California doesn't need another. Well, one time we can respect Rob Manfred on the podcast. There you have it. It's like the meme, Mike, where it's like, oh, the worst guy ever actually made a good point. That's exactly what it was. Yeah, that's kind of true. That's kind of true. It's like yeah. it's like when you're traveling. And, and, you know, somebody you meet said, you know, maybe something off color. And then you're like, OK, but it was kind of right. So you're, right. you're like, yeah, all right, you're not, a, you're kind of a dick, but you're not that bad. Yeah. Right. Did you know, you another... know... Go sorry, ahead, go Vince. ahead. You're good. No, no, no I'm listening. I was just going to say, did you know that the uh, Jimmy Cordero pitches for the Yankees? You remember that guy? Big guns guy. Yeah. Big beard yeah. guy, huh? Yeah, Jimmy Cordero. Yeah. Jimmy Cordero doesn't have a beard anymore. Because he plays what? for the New York Yankees. So if you're playing playing for the New York Yankees, you need to get a razor. (laughs) Is what I'm saying. And if I was going to do it, I'd do it with Henson shaving, Mike. I don't know about you. I would do it with Henson shaving too, Vince. Should we let them do their thing? Yeah, so let us uh, tell you a little bit about our friends, Henson Shaving. This part of today's episode is brought to you by none other than our friends at Henson Shaving. If you guys have been listening to the show for a while, you already know that we swear by Henson Shaving. We've been using them for months, and there really isn't a better product out there. The Henson Razor puts an end to shaving irritation and cuts while also making your skin feel comfortable and smooth. This razor is made by using CNC machines to aerospace standards. That's right. Rocket ships, people. That means it's made to very tight tolerances, meaning that the combination of how securely it's held and how minimally the blade is exposed delivers a smooth and safe shave, 
no other razor can offer. It's literally one blade. Be, be safe. Please be safe. They're very sharp. You twist on the top and you get to work. It's that easy. You remember the beard bet? You remember me shaving off the whole thing? If you need to watch somebody use it, go on my Instagram and check it out because it's really that easy. Cost ownership averages $88.20 every two years, which is essentially $177 less than normal cartridge razors. They're sustainable. It's precise. It's Henson shaving. It's got a nice weight to it. It's made out of metal. None of this plastic garbage. So please use the promo code the Taxi Squad. T H E T A X I S Q U A D at checkout, and you'll receive a hundred pack of blades free with the purchase of the razor. So you go on the site, you add the razor that you're looking for, and then you add a hundred pack of razors. You'll get those for free. For most users, this amount of blades will last you two to five years, depending on how often you shave. So that promo code again is the Taxi Squad at HensonShaving.com. Go check it out. Well, Vince, I'll tell you what, man. I'm miss- I'm missing my Henson shaving razor this week, being on the road and all. You know, yeah. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not, you had I'm not to go get a razor. What a shame. I did, and it was horrible, and it made me <laughs> late today. And I talked to Vince, and I, he's like, "Dude, what's wrong?" It's like I fucking forgot my razor at home, so I had to go buy some shit razor at the fucking grocery store. And you buy it, and it's just my face is irritated now. It's and like going back have, to an ex. It's never a good exactly. Idea. It, it's just never <laughs> the same, and it pisses yeah. you off. And, and you're shaving, and it's good. Like, you know what pisses me off more than anything? And this is such a wonderful thing about Henson shaving. And, what, and, and Vince goes into this on his spot. But that, that, like, your hairs get caught in between, like, the multiple blade razors. Mm-hmm. And then your your shave is shot if you don't get the fucking hairs out of it in between them. And you can't and get them out. It drives me up a wall. Yeah. With, in Henson, that doesn't happen. You just got one very sharp blade. Hit it across the face nice. It's like cutting through butter with Boom. a hot knife. Boom. Gone. And I hadn't shaved in like, I don't know, like a week and a half. Dirty dog. And I looked like a fucking homeless man. <laughs> and I needed to shave. Like, it was crazy. I was shaving. As the hair's coming away from my face, I'm like, oh, my God, that's what you look like. <laughs> I felt horrible. I felt horrible. And then I didn't have a haircut in almost two weeks. And, I, you know, that's the difficult thing. When you're going to move across the country... You know, you, you got to redo everything now. You got to find somebody to cut your hair. You got to mm-hmm. you got to do all these things. You got to find some staples, right? Yep. Especially when you got your barber who's, you know, who's cut my hair for the past eight years. Shout out to I'm not Charlie. leaving mine. But, I'm not leaving mine. He's my boy. I mean, one, you know, Vince, when we go live with this, I think Char may be the guy. Just saying. Okay. He may be it. He may be the taxi squad barber. Anyways, I digress. We got a lot of rumor mills going on in the NBA right now, though, Vince. Dun. A lot of things happening. I brought this up to, to Vince the other day. I was like, Vince, the Bulls could trade Levine. He's like, dude, no fucking way. I'm like, dude, I'm telling you. I think they can trade him. He's like, where are you getting your information? Where are you getting your information? I said, Bleacher Report. He's like, fuck you. I read this article. I was like, it came out nine hours ago. He's like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. I already read it. And what was He's it? Like, it was not possible. It was rumors. It was rumors. There's rumors that Zach Levine's going to go to the Knicks, and Levine doesn't want to go to the Knicks. I don't know what the fuck the Knicks are going to give us for Zach Levine that we're going to want because they got a bunch of aging guys and big contracts. I That's it. That's it. A bunch of draft picks. I know, but they're not going to get rid of R.J. Barron anyway. Um, so really, that's like a open and shut case. I'm cool if they give us R.J. Barrett and like a first rounder, but I don't think they're going to want to do that for Levine anyway. So I don't see that as a big fit. I'm not going to lie. 
Who would I could you trade see Levine for? Would you trade Levine for Paul George? Would you trade Levine no, for? Uh, I don't know who. Who would you honestly? Like, I don't Lil? even. I mean, would, would, would maybe Lillard, Dane. Like, would I mean? But that wouldn't happen. That'd no be way. fun. Although there is a report coming out right now that, it, and it may have leaked, that uh, Philly is actively pursuing Dane. What a fucking! They would score 140 points a game and lose by five every game. <laughs> it would be like That's the world's highest scoring team and the worst defense of all time. Is all that oh, would for be for sure. Yeah, yeah there's no. a lot of things going on right now. There, there's a lot of things stating that you know this may have broken. And uh, Blazers are are true feelings about Tyler Hero revealed could be coming up soon. I don't know. I don't they know. had a meeting. I think. Uh, the Trailblazers have said they're still looking to make de- make a team built around Dame that can contend for a championship. But at some point, it's going to end. I think that's all smoke and mirrors. I do think he could be out of there soon. Derrick Rose is looking to sign. Supposedly, the Bulls are interested in that. Don't know about all of that. Also, Why? Fred Van Vliet may be on the move. And as a Rockford kid, there's also thoughts that he could be going to the Bulls as well. So there's a lot of movement. There's more rumors than movement. But there was one guy that did move, Mike. Who former moved? former Phoenix son, Chris Paul, goes to the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, he's ring chasing for sure. And he wants to stick it to well, the thing is, is that the Suns, the Wizards traded him. So he didn't yeah. choose to go there. I think that's he, important. He basically was like, fucking trade me. I'm not going to play for you. And the Warriors say, fuck Jordan Poole. We don't need him anymore. Let's get rid of him. The interesting thing, and I was listening to J.J. Redick talk about this as well. So the the Warriors are the fastest to get rid of the ball, like the team. So like no one's holding the ball on that team. They move the ball really well. That's been apparent for years. Chris Paul has the longest in the or in the NBA, excuse me, last year of holding the ball. So he plays essentially the complete opposite as the Golden State Warriors. What I do like about it is that he is a veteran presence. He can play off the bench or play that point guard position and move Steph to the shooting guard because he's a great off-ball shooter, and he's a menace when he's running around without the ball. I do think this is kind of weird. That is an older team. Uh, they do need size, and Chris Paul is quite the opposite of that, but maybe well, it can he's work. A distributor. With him, with Clay, yeah. they just drafted like the youngest version of Clay yep. to like supersede him, basically. So they got they both kind of look alike too. I forget the kid's name, but it's kind of funky. He's going to be a ball distributor. He's going to do what he does. And you got Steph Curry, who can now play off the ball a lot more. And then you got Clay, who's an off the ball type guy anyway. So you and have two a of the best shooters, distributors, and two of the best distributors in the game. And you try and go out and get like a real big man on that team. Watch out, Kevin Looney, forever Kevin. and always. Uh, I don't see them winning a championship next year. I don't see Chris Paul ever winning a championship, sadly, but it's not completely off really? the table. I think it could happen, Vinny. I think it could really happen. Anything's I mean, possible. Saying. Anything's possible. Uh, based on how they played last year, it just didn't seem like anything was going to happen for them. Um, especially after the way that that Lakers series went, and then immediately after that, the Nuggets just chat all over the Lakers so um I mean it could be it could be good for him it's going to be good that he's not the guy in crunch time that needs to hold the ball especially when you got other guys that have done it before so I'd like to see Chris Paul get one but I don't know if this is the best scenario on an aging team because they are the same team from 2015 and that's apparent so I'd like to see it I'm not 100% sure about it but 
good for good for Chris Paul. It's better than being in Washington because no one gives a shit about the well, Washington Wizards. He can go back right to LA now. He can he can chill. I mean, basically that's what he can do now. I mean, he still has some roots there playing with the Clippers. So he's got a house there. He, His kids live there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Fuck it. I mean, you go back to LA and you try and chase a ring. And I think with that assemblance of guys, I wouldn't sleep on it. I would like to Wouldn't say that San Francisco is quite a hike from Los Angeles, though. Well, you know, what we also have to talk about, Vince, is that Christoph Porzingis is now on the Celtics. Yes, he is. And I don't know how this helps them right now. Well, so Marcus yeah. Smart goes to the Grizzlies, which is the best fit ever. ever. Do you think so? Why yeah, is it dude, the best fit ever? Marcus Smart is a – you remember the grit and grind Grizzlies, Zach Randolph teams? Absolute, yeah. just defense, slow pace, just – grit and grind all the time. Marcus Smart is like the heir apparent to that. He it makes a lot of sense on that team. They need a little veteran presence, you think? Maybe. Yeah. They got a yeah, guy on that could. team that needs a couple guys to tell him what to do a little bit. Maybe. I think you know who I'm talking about. You think about? Marcus Smart is that that key piece to the I puzzle think it'll to help. tell John Morant to stop, you know, playing with squirt guns. Well, I think it'll help. I don't know if it's going to actually make much of a difference in that, but I do think if he's going to go to a team, I think the Grizzlies are the perfect match. But Porzingis on the Celtics their biggest thing last year was Al Horford was getting too many minutes for a guy that's 40 years old. Um, True. He played pretty decently, but his position on that team as he's aging doesn't make a lot of sense. Porzingis can spread the floor a little bit. He had a he had probably the best year of his career in Washington last year, so maybe it's a resurgence on his career. I kind of do like the move for the Celtics. Is it going to be that difference maker? I'm not entirely sure, but... Christoph Porzingis, if he's got his shooting touch going, if he can hit those mid-rangers and he can get in there and rebound, I think it's going to take a little bit of the stress off of Jason Tatum. They still didn't get rid of Jalen Brown, and I do like them together as a team. A lot of people are saying maybe they should get rid of him, go the Dame Lillard route, whatever it may be. But I think for the value that they got for Christoph Porzingis, I'm, I'm all game for that on that team. Yeah, I think ultimately it was a good deal. I think he's a good puzzle piece and gives them a big man who can actually play the position correctly to the point. Especially when you have Robert Williams and Grant Williams that aren't necessarily the biggest guys in the world, and they're dogs and they'll get to work down there. But Porzingis is like a certified 7-2. So having a guy that that's that big and if he can get in the middle and kind of cause a little disruption, it's going to be only a benefit for them. Yeah, if he plays hard, I think him and Tatum on the same team makes a lot of sense. And, um, yeah, I think ultimately it does work for them. Now, if they could get some good coaching there, I think they'd be even better. And if Jalen Brown can learn how to dribble, that would be really important. Yeah, probably helps some things. Now, there is more on the rumor mill, Vince. And you were talking about this pre-show fistfight. Darius Garland of the Cavs is uh, potentially on, on the trade block. Yeah, they're interested in trading him. I don't understand it at all. Yeah, it Maybe it's just like, let's see what we can get for him and not get rid of him unless it's a crazy deal. But as far as I know, he's like the guy on that team. Like he's, he's the point guard. He's the distributor. They got Mobley obviously, but yeah, Darius Carlin's a dog. Why would they get rid of him? I don't get it. Yeah. It doesn't make a ton of sense to me. I, I, I do believe though that chances are they, I don't know, Donovan Mitchell dominates the ball though. So maybe they don't feel as if they need him and he's kind of an expendable piece. That's true. But still, to me, it's like I'd rather almost – I mean, Donovan Mitchell obviously scores a shit ton. He's he's great on that team, but I don't know. I wouldn't get rid of Darius Garland. He's still young. He's still a great player. And 
shit. I mean, if the Bulls can get him, do it. I don't know how you're going to do it, but yeah, I don't know how the fuck you're going to get him. No, what, yeah. what are we going to trade? Are we going to trade Vooch for that? I don't know. I don't think anybody even wants Vooch, but no yeah. idea. What is funny is that Donovan Mitchell did tweet. I see that we're bored this afternoon and Darius Garland retweeted it and laughed at it. So I don't know. Part of it could be a joke, but there's a lot of movement on this. But as we said with the Levine thing, most of it is just smoke. Just like the oh, Chicago. God, I hope right they get rid of him. I think he's the softest baby ever. I, I I'm not a fan of his. He's softer than baby poo. <laughs> yeah, not a fan. Not a fan of that guy. I know. He got paid. You... I called it. I called it the year before it happened. I said, watch, he's gonna get paid and he's gonna suck more. And sure shit he did. He's been good. He, he's been dude, good. He takes plays off. He doesn't play defense. It's trash. I don't want to yeah. hear it. Still the best player on the team, but yeah. It doesn't make fucking sense. It's it's horrible, and, and I'm sick of it, and I want this team to work, but it. I feel like you got to break it down to the studs and rebuild it. I don't think you're going to be able to do it around the players that are existing well, now. For what it's worth, Nikola Jokic, or Nikola Jokic, excuse me. <laughs> I wish. Jesus. I wish. Nikola Vucevic did re-sign today. Fuck. For a three-year 60 mil, which is actually Dear pretty good. That is That's pretty good. That's pretty good money for a guy that does what he does. It's not going to break the bank with a 20 mil contract, but he is back for three more years. Fuck. <laughs> just not a fan. Just That's the reality, baby. Ugh, we got good news in Chicago sports, though. Oh, we got the best news in Chicago sports is if you didn't think it could happen. Well, it it, it happened. And, <laughs> and Vince said it. it's like one of those things that like. You, you you know it's going to happen, but you don't believe it until you see it sort of thing. Uh, so on this wonderful evening, if there was any question of a doubt, the Chicago Blackhawks select Connor Bedard, the first pick in the NHL draft. Welcome. Collusion? Maybe. Doesn't Welcome matter. Man. He's on the team, you baby. <laughs> are going to change things. Hopefully you don't have a very weird equipment coach who tries to diddle you. Anyways. <laughs> There's nothing um, better in Chicago sports than hope. And that's what this guy gives us. We have us. a lot of it right now. So We have a lot of it right now. I mean, we do. We have a ton of hope. It could happen. You know, chance starts going to take a couple weeks for this rebuild to work. Years. Um, yeah, that's what I mean. We, and not weeks. Weeks, <laughs> weeks is, yeah, I wish it was weeks. The Blackhawks are spending money right now. Yep. In free agency. So, of course, the, the news is that of, okay, yeah, we're doing all this. Um, but... We did go out and sign while we do this. Oh, <laughs> there's a mutual interest in JT Comfort. JT Comfort. There it is. There, there it is. is. They're going to spend they, some money, though. And, and I believe that, you know, this kid's going to attract a lot of talent to this team because he's the next guy. He's the next Wayne Gretzky. He's it. He's the boy. True. And they also traded for Taylor Hall, former Hart Trophy winner, um, also former number one overall pick. So hopefully that could be a nice little, you know, mentor mentee situation where he can help him kind of get through all the first pick, all the noise and everything that goes through it. So I do like what they're doing. We'll see if it ends up working out here, if any of these guys end up being on the team for a long run. But Taylor Hall's a stud. Is Bull he what he was God. before? We're going to see no. if it works out for him. Yeah. We're going to, yeah, exactly. It's like bold move cotton. Exactly. So yeah, we'll see. We're not great. We're not big hockey guys, but it might just begin not to happen. Not a hockey again. pod. Not might a just hockey begin pod, to happen again. But we may have to become one just due to the fact that they're going to be good again. Now, what we are 
is a full-blown NFL podcast. True. We love this sport. And right now it's a kind of a lull time, right? It is. Unless we just want to talk about Aaron Rodgers and whatever other major media outlet talks about. Now, one thing I do want to talk about, Vince, and this yep. is just something that came into my brain. If you are an NFL franchise, yeah. do you look at hard knocks as a good thing or a bad thing? Personally, I think it's bad. Okay. Too uh, much too much visibility, limit right? Limit distractions. Limit distractions. Now, if you're an NFL team and the NFL knocks on your door and says, hey, you're fucking doing this, how do you react to that? Damn it. That's all you can okay, say. They, so, yeah, so so it's just gonna happen. Okay. These all these so, teams are required to do it. They have to. Like it was, so and that was the thing. It was like the, the Bears. Ahead. The Bears were one of the teams. There was a couple other teams, including the New York Jets, that were required to do. It. They couldn't say no, essentially. So it scared me for a while, but it doesn't look like it's the Bears this year, which is nice. Looks like it's gonna be the Commies. Oh. No, it's the Jets. It's going to be the Jets for real. It They've announced, got announced it. I believe so. Wow. I'm 90% sure. Um, so I'm sure Aaron Rodgers loves that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if you're looking for a team of interest value, I'd say the Jets is probably top tier, especially new quarterback team that played pretty well last year, but just didn't have a guy that can throw the ball at all. Um, so yeah, it looks like the New York Jets are going to be your hard knocks team this year, Mike. Well, uh, Jets bracing to be on HBO's Hard Knocks as Bills can decline offers. So the Bills are potentially on the table here. And yeah. although the commies did raise their hand and said they were interested. Yeah, but who, uh, who the fuck wants to see that? Not What's me. the best Anyways. thing with, the, with yeah, Sam Howell and they just got the enemy to be the OC? That's like the only two cool things about the. That's the fucking guy you're so worried about? No, I agree. I agree. Now, there's a lot of talk back to the Dalvin Cook rumors. Um, there's a lot of talks right now stating that Dalvin Cook and DeAndre Hopkins will not sign with the team until after training camp. There's why, a lot yeah, of why wouldn't you? Right Just, yeah, you don't like, have to why? go and do all that shit. You get a longer offseason. <laughs> yeah, you get a longer offseason to chill, do whatever the fuck you want, work out your own way. If like you know you're going to sign with the team, I mean, they could send you the playbook, right? Right. That's kind of what it is, especially guys of that caliber. Like they know what they're doing. Like if someone says, go do this, they're going to know what they're doing. Dalvin to Miami, Mike. I think it's kind of a done deal. I think yeah. Mike McDaniel leaked that a while ago and that's ultimately how it's going to work. And he also wants to go home. There's a spot on there for a little bit of running back action. I think he would do real well on that team. So yeah, I'm kind of with you. It seems like it's a means to an end here. Yeah, I, I, I think it's over. I, I don't think it would be a committee at all. Now, who this really does open up a ton of time for is uh, Alexander Madison. Now, here's how you're going to know that running backs are, like, totally replaceable in the NFL. If Alexander Madison comes out this season and has, like, a fucking career season. I'm but, sure he will. Yeah. He hasn't been the only starter on a team ever. Right. I think he's going to be – I think he's coming up for his challenge this year. Definite eyes on that guy, for real. I mean, he, yeah, he could be a dog are this year. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, like not just, on defense, you know, I, although I would love to see Everson Griffin go to the Bears. Oh, man, that would be. Oh. Hey, a man can dream. That, that would be sick. Yeah. Now, Vince, another fun fact, and this is how we'll close out today's thing. If you're going to gamble, uh -huh. do not play in the NFL. And, and that's it. Yeah. I mean, that's really all I got. So another one bites the dust. 
Isaiah Rogers, cornerback for the Indianapolis Colts, um, is one of a handful of players who are expected to receive a season-long suspension for gambling this week. So that is kind of like par for course. It's a fucking season. Calvin Ridley, I mean, come on. All these guys are getting the book thrown at them. That's the big thing, too. When the Calvin Ridley news came out, we were... We were like, dude, what are you doing? You're a fucking idiot. Now we're seeing so many guys get popped for this. Um, and you want? Can you go over the rules? Because you went over them with me before, and I found that very helpful because I didn't know some of these existed. But do you have so, that on hand? Basically, yes. So basically, the six rules are as follows: um, Don't gamble on the NFL if you play in the NFL. Kind of. Uh, Can't bet on the NFL if you are on the property. Right. In which you are training. in. so if that's a team facility, if that's a wherever that is, you can't do plane, it there, including the plane. Yeah. Including the plane, train or automobile in which you would be in that is owned or has or a team logo on it. by or operated. And exactly you with your team. Yes. Now, the one that's very goofy is that you can't have a family member of yours place a wager for you. So right. I don't know how they would track it, essentially. Well, that's but, the Ridley rule. That's what happened. Right. right. So, Or no, like he didn't do that and he should have done it. I think that was what we ended up right. landing on. <laughs> so there's that. And then beyond that, then there's the whole thing, of course, that you, you, know, you just can't bet on an NFL game. Yeah. Um, and you can't bet during the NFL season on yeah. any sport, period. Yeah, you can't so play. Just, you can't play daily fantasy either. That's the thing too is you could play fantasy football. Oh yeah, in the NFL. don't play. Da- you can't play daily fantasy, so you can't like go on Fanduel where they used to say you could win seventeen million dollars. Yeah, but you can't do that anymore. So yeah, so don't do it. Um, although you could be in a fantasy league just that's like high stakes, right? You could do that and just you yeah. give the money to your buddies. But come on, these guys are professional athletes. They don't think they're fucking throwing money down on shit constantly. Just use cash. Yeah. Use yeah, it's, it's just, yeah, don't just don't be an idiot, I think, is the biggest thing. Um, and also, now, good. No, just you're making you're making enough money doing this. You're going to lose so much money just by fucking around and doing that. Just like only do it when you're, you know, hanging out with your buddies in some random place, not in the place where your team is meeting and all that. Like a lot of it seems pretty obvious. Don't don't bet when you're on the well, team plane or don't bet is- on your team. This is the type of stuff that so Rogers is alleged allegedly to have placed some 100 bets on an account open under the name of an associate. Some bets reportedly included Colts games earlier in the offseason. The NFL suspended five players. So it goes back to that whole thing. But come on. It's crazy to me that you would. I mean, Pete Rose, for example, will never get into the MLB Hall of Fame because he gambled on the game. But now guys are just doing it, though. All those writers what? are chads. We've talked about They're the, the MLB worst. writers and how fucking lame they are. It's the fucking yeah. worst. But ultimately, I can't believe that guys continue to do this shit. But then again, it's kind of like the wild, wild west, and now it's all starting to come to fruition. And yep. yeah, you, you just don't do it. Just don't be a gambling man. And to your point, you make enough money. Now, people, one day we will make enough money where we don't have to do anything else but this. But until that time comes, you got to follow it. Okay, you gotta like it, like it. and you gotta you gotta download it because it helps the metrics, yes. right? Helps that's us the give most us important more visibility. Just download the shit out of this, please. Just love just it. hit that little green button, no matter where you are, and put it on your phone. You could listen it on an airplane. You could listen it wherever you are. No lag time, right? It's great. 
And then not only that, you know, there's a good man in your life out there somewhere, whether he's your father or your grandfather. Maybe you made him a grandfather. Maybe. But we're a show congrats. here. Right? Yeah, congrats <laughs> to that guy. But with all that being said, he's a good man. And, you know, whether he's your grandfather, your father, or whether you made him a grandfather, he would probably enjoy listening to the show, too. So you should tell him about it, first and foremost. And then outside of that, you know, shave your face, right? Shave your face. And, uh, of course, and as always, we'll see you next week. Peace. Oh, and happy 4th of July. (laughs) 